welcome, guys, to Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And today is episode 21. And the title of our episode today is How Do I Get Over a Past Relationship? Part 2. Now, if you haven't listened to part one, you're welcome to go back and do that. But you don't necessarily need to listen to part one before you listen to part two. So how do you get over a past relationship? Especially one that's super good. This might sound a little bit redundant from last week. But you don't until you're ready. You know, as I sit here and think about what has helped me get over past relationships for myself, especially the best ones, I meet somebody that I connect with even better. And if I don't meet somebody that I, don't, that I connect with better, and I don't mean that they like, when, when I say connect, I just mean there's a certain feeling that is just there. It's not necessarily like, you know, this, all the, can you feel the, can you feel the love in the air tonight? I don't, I don't think it's necessarily that, but there's just something that intrigues me. And I want to know more about the person in front of me in more of a room, in, in more of a getting to know you type of way, as opposed to, Oh, Hey, what's your name? There's a spark. There's a connection. There's just something that comes through. The other thing I think that's helpful is oftentimes when you remember a wonderful relationship or even a wonderful potential relationship. Because we all have what our idea of not, not necessarily perfect is but we do all have our idea of what it is that we want. And so it's like what we see once we have that, at least a little bit, or even a a dream, a hope that that could happen, sometimes that's harder to get over. The amount of girls that I've honestly connected with in my life, like really connected with, is few. You know, maybe it's because of what I do and maybe it's just certain abilities that I have, but I just know fairly quickly. So as I think what would be the most helpful for you in getting over a relationship, it's to stop putting so much pressure on yourself to get over a relationship. Probably, Probably at least a few friends going through this right now. And I think it's because they're putting so much pressure on themselves to get out of, to get into something else. They're putting so much pressure on themselves of getting back, not into the game, but out of the game that they've been playing. It's like, oh no, I've got to get out there. I've got to meet somebody. You actually don't. I have found, especially lately, as I've just taken better care of myself, I have had so much fun. And I mean, I still notice definitely plenty of attractive girls and, and, and I'll talk to them. And if there's a spark, there's a spark. 
and then I might talk to him more. Like, why do we make this so complicated? I was talking to a kid this morning, and he kind of asked what my podcast was about. And I told him, I was like, you know what? I basically tell people very unorthodox dating advice. Stop doing the stuff that you hate and stop following everyone else's advice. When you know, when you're ready, you will know. You just know. I can almost guarantee you. If you're in the right space and the other person's in the right space, and if it's the right time, it can happen. I mean, obviously, you have to both allow it to happen and all that other stuff, too. But you don't have to worry about it. One of the reasons that I think people rush this to get over, try to get over a past relationship, they feel they're getting up there in age. And it doesn't matter how old you are. Like, there is. There's this biological clock inside every single one of us that is ticking. And we have a certain amount of time on this earth. Has it ever worked for you to try to force yourself out there? I know it hasn't worked for me. It's almost like, I mean, I had had an experience where I I was... So sometimes I'm almost hesitant to tell some of these stories on here, but but I was hanging out with this girl, and it was kind of a weird a weird space about a past relationship, and and this girl is just I mean very very attractive, and she when when I said that guys don't understand hints sometimes they do, and sometimes they're just not ready. But we we were at this pool party, and her friend was kind of hinting to me to ask her, like, basically to ask her out. You know, that she needed some company, or I, I can't remember exactly what she said. And I walked this, and I walked this girl to her car, and and I gave her a hug, and then she says, "Oh, like, you know, where, where I could really use some." Where I could really use some protection is inside this store that I'm going to. And what I heard in that was her inviting me to basically go to the store and hang out with her. But I wasn't there. And there there was nothing this girl did wrong. I just wasn't there. And and actually, that particular experience, I've thought about for a little while. But it just... I wasn't there. And I think sometimes the more we the more we put ourselves in situations that we don't want to be in or even that like part of us wants to be in and the other part doesn't, but let's say let's say the majority of us, even if 51% of us does not want to be in that situation, that's going to really overpower that other portion of us. If that makes any sense. But it's okay. I mean, I mean, I could, I could hear other funny stories too, where girls kind of put themselves out there, and I just was like, "No, I'm not there." And it had nothing to do with them, like me not finding them attractive, like not having a spark. 
It just had to do with I wasn't there. What if it was okay if when we weren't there, we weren't there? And we just acted accordingly to what we feel. But as we talked about a little bit last week, when we've built this castle out of this relationship, you're not always going to just want to bounce out of that and like go, go pick up some other person. And, and I think if all of our well-meaning friends just stopped, <laughs> just stopped telling us what to do, then we would be much better off. And, and on that point, what should a well-meaning friend do? Because I mean, all of us have, I, I'm, I'm sure plenty of you guys have people come talk to you about just what's going on in their life. You know what you do? You listen. You listen and then you point them to the Spirit. You point them to their inner wisdom that they already have. It's interesting, as I was, I was reading the scriptures this morning, I was listening to them as I was getting ready, and the word that stuck out to me was wisdom. It just kept kind of appearing and appearing. And I, if you could point everybody, helping them understand that the Spirit points them back to their own inner wisdom, you couldn't do a greater thing for your friends. I mean, and oftentimes I'll ask people stuff like that, like, well, what do you feel? And, and you know, plenty of times the question is, I don't know. In that case, maybe we invite them to sit with their, whatever's going on with them a little bit longer. It's like we expect to build this relationship, you know, over time and expect to just demolish the castle in seconds. Even if you did, there's still wreckage from the castle. Even if you could took a, a giant bulldozer and a wrecking ball and you destroyed that castle, somebody has to pick up the pieces. No, the pieces aren't real. The pieces are just how how our thought is creating our feelings in the given moment. So I'm not saying there's a given amount of time, but what I am saying is when, when it's right, you'll know. In the same way I tell people about even like getting into a long relationship. I, actually, I love one of my bishops back at, uh, one, one of my religious leaders, for those of you that aren't members of my faith, said when I was attending BYU, I, I, I love asking people, like, how did you know that that was your person? How did you know that was, that was your wife? And he told me, he's like, Joseph, there was a day that I asked her out and she already had plans. And I realized in that moment that there was nobody else I wanted to go on a date with. Well, that's how you know. And I guess on the, on the flip side of that wonderful advice from, from my, my for, former bishop, well, when there are people that you actually want to go out with, go out with them. I, I know that seems ridiculously simple, but guys, we complicate it. Sometimes I get on this and I don't know exactly what to say, 
because I'm saying the exact same thing a billion different ways. That's all I'm doing. And it's nothing but helping you understand that this spirit is going to point you and give you promptings and inner wisdom. And the more you act on those promptings, the better your life will be. That's it. And also there's, there's the, the adversary and the crazy leprechaun thinking that gets in the way and confuses us. But when you settle, and I'd highly encourage you guys to find a way to settle that works for you. There's plenty that I do. I mean, I take naps. Like, I mean, this morning it was like 10 a.m. <laughs> Maybe it was 9 a.m. And I was just super tired from, I, I played basketball this morning and I got like, I went to bed super late last night. So I got less than like six hours of sleep. So I just took a nap. Then I woke up and I was able to function. If you can't function, whether physically or mentally, don't make big decisions. Now, I just want to point out also because so many people have said in the past that I sometimes sound super judgmental. I am not trying to be judgmental at all. I'm trying to help you guys understand what's taken me so many years to understand. And it probably has taken me so many years because everybody thinks they have the greatest advice, the greatest suggestions, the greatest whatever. You know, I've started doing some some speaking and stuff, and I spoke for a group this last week, and I spoke for a group a few weeks before, and I'm and I'm doing a, a big speaking gig for some single people in Canada. But it was interesting because somebody I was talking to last night or yesterday, they asked me an interesting question. They said, "What is your? Do you have a signature talk?" And and it was interesting because I've actually been creating. I don't know if it's my signature talk, but like just. The talk that I feel I'm meant to give. And it's that. It's hear and hearken. So first of all, we hear. And then we hearken to that inner wisdom, to that inner voice. And all I'm doing is I'm taking that same principle. And I'm applying it to like 9 million different situations in dating. But the cool part about this is I get to learn too. It's like I'd never really considered my, my former bishop's advice like that. It's like, well... There was a time that I didn't want to date anyone except, you know, that person. You know, the more I think about that, I really love that advice. That when, when you want to actually date somebody, or even when you want to take somebody out on a date, I don't necessarily mean that you want to exclusively date them. I just mean that you find somebody that you're like, oh, wow. I really like this person's energy. I really like whatever it is going on there. That, that's the moment that you know. <laughs> I just thought of that song from Enchanted. That's how, that's how you know she loves, she loves you. That's how you know you're ready. Now, I know another question is going to be, well, how can I make that happen faster? My experience has been, the faster you try to make that happen, the slower it happens. You know, and, and I think sometimes when we do that, it just takes longer. 
And then we start adding so much pressure to ourselves. I don't know about you guys, but I find a lot of peace in understanding and knowing for myself that there is a God. You can call it the universe. You can call it whatever it is for you. But I know I have a loving Heavenly Father. Now, how does that relate to this? He knew exactly what was going to happen in every aspect and every area of my life. And he's prepared it accordingly. Just, just because I, I messed up once or twice or however many times I've messed up in my life. I mean, well, not like once or twice, like tons and tons, like one million or two million times. He doesn't say, well, sorry, Joseph. Yeah, there's, there's no hope for you. When I got home from basketball, I looked outside this morning and, and I may even post this picture on Instagram. Well, if, if I do, it'll be from a few days ago because these are recorded a couple days in advance. And it was so beautiful because the clouds were up and then there were these probably four, five, six, seven rays of light that shone through the clouds. Like distinctly rays of light. Maybe that's a little bit how it works too. It's almost like those little, there's like little rays of light that come through us. And what they do is they break through some of those clouds. So for example, if like I was totally blocked off, or if you were totally blocked off from dating someone, and the more people that you meet, you start, it almost starts chipping away at those clouds. And little rays of light start coming through. Well, when enough rays of light come through the clouds and you're like, oh, okay, cool. I do want to date people. And that's when you date people. Now, this, there's something else coming up. What about the loss? What about the loss of a relationship? And, and I'm not speaking specifically to those who are, who are widowed or you know, in that circumstance. Um, but this might, be per this might be helpful to you also, if that is your case. Anytime we lose something, we're usually a little bit sad. Especially in relationships. And especially when, if you've, actually, if you've been married and if you're divorced, there's many more layers and levels to that. Don't force yourself to get into dating before you're ready. When you're ready, you'll know. I mean, you, you really will. I, I know it sounds so simple, but when you're ready, you'll know. I can't even imagine going through our lives without this incredible gift of the Spirit. This incredible inner knowing where we just know stuff. We just know that it's the next step to take. And if you're going through that state of loss right now, there's something very healing about taking care of yourself. 
I mean, it's like if one of your friends came to you and said, oh, I just broke up with my, I just broke up with my girl, my, well, I'm going to go with the girls on this because I know they, guys will, guys will never actually admit that they need any type of healing. So they could take, they could take this for whatever it's worth. But for a girl, like if a girl came to you and, and, and she's your girlfriend or, you know, one of your big group of girlfriends and she's like, oh, I just broke up with Tommy or whatever. You wouldn't tell her, well, suck it up. I got this other great guy for you. And if you do, that's actually not helpful <laughs> from, from what I've heard. You wouldn't do that. You would allow the process to happen. You would allow the healing process to happen for your friend. I mean, if, if it's like your best friend, you might even take her over ice cream and, and you know, bubble bath or like, I don't know what girls take to each other. I, I have no idea. I'm kind of out of my, out of my range here, but I know this will relate more to guy, girls than guys. You do, like, you take, take care of yourself the same way you would take care of a fellow girlfriend. You don't have to go out. You don't have to, you know, go forget all your things and all your problems. You don't have to do that at all. And for those that think they can escape their problems, when you come back from whatever your form of escape is, whether, I mean, I have no idea what your form of escape is. Everyone's got their own, so you can kind of insert that for yourself. It's still going to be there. Your problems and challenges are still going to be there. And they're going to be there until you see them differently. So take care of yourself when you're in that midst of that loss. I'm just promising you, like, you're you're not going to get any, you're not going to get anywhere by speeding ahead. Or trying to just get over this phase of life. This is just one part of your life that is natural and happens. And, and I'll speak to something else that I'm not really qualified to speak on, but it's coming to me, so I'm going to go with it. Especially when a girl loses a relationship. And this applies to guys too, but especially girls. Because they do, they have a certain biological clock. Then again, Sariah in the Bible had a, had a child that like, I don't know, she was super old. <laughs> I don't remember her age, but it was, I mean, it was probably like 80 or 90 or it was something crazy. It was pretty old. Like God can still do miracles in your life. There are people that have had children past the age it's recommended. I'm not, I, I am not a medical professional. I'm not saying that by any means, but I'm just saying you can't rush this. If I cut my finger, so this actually happened this morning at basketball, like, and I, this is kind of, this is going to sound kind of funny, but it busted off a piece of my thumbnail and it actually hurt pretty bad. And uh, so, yes, I, I broke a nail, but I can't rush that. It does not matter how many times a day I look at that. Okay. Maybe I can put on some Neosporin and it might help like 10% of that. But I cannot rush that healing process. You can't rush the healing of a broken bone. Like, 
and the cool thing I learned about bones recently is doctors actually don't fix broken bones. What they do is they set them in place and give them the greatest chance to grow back. It's like I actually broke my I actually broke my uh my radius. So that's the it's kind of pretty much where your elbow's at. And there was nothing they could really do. And I, w- I was just super fortunate and blessed that it broke in the exact right place that it could heal mostly itself. Now, that has been almost two years since I broke that. Or somewhere on there. A L- little bit over a year and a half. And it still hurts. Like it, it, I mean, it still hurts a little bit. I mean, I still do a lot of things with it. And, you know, fortunately, it just kind of broke, like I said, in the right place. But that's just part of getting older. I mean, I'm 36 now and, you know, and I I do what I can to protect it. Like now that when I play basketball, I play in padded sleeves. So if I do fall again, then hopefully I land on those pads instead of, you know, instead of that. But we can't rush the healing process. It would be really stupid to try to rush the healing of my broken bone. It's kind of silly to try to rush through the healing process of getting over a relationship. The better you take care of yourself, the better off you're going to be. Don't worry about everything else. Like, I mean, I get it. Especially, you know, being 36 and I have, you know, seven amazing nieces and nephews. But absolutely, I I want my own children. I want to be a father. I want to be a husband. And it's just not the right time. So I understand when you lose a relationship that especially if you were engaged or you thought it was really going somewhere. And especially you thought you were out of the game. I, I remember when I was engaged and like when the thought of going back into the world at 23 was like, oh no, I've got to do this again. Well, I'm really glad I did because that was not going anywhere good. And, and yeah, like once you get over the thought of, oh, oh, I have to get back in the game. Well, games are fun when you play the games you want to play. If you're choosing to play the dating game as plenty of people do without listening to that place of your the, the spirit and your inner wisdom, you're probably going to go through a lot more challenges. It, it will. Like the spirit leads and guides and directs our lives. That's it. And when we listen, it prevents us from getting into situations that require a lot of healing. And especially if you've been, like we talked about, little, we talked quite a bit about abuse last week. And so I don't really want to go, I'm not feeling to go back down that road today. You know, what I wanted to point out about abuse is the experience is not happening to you anymore. So now, I, I, we're not condoning it, but now that it's already happened, it is simply a thought and a feeling that passes through your head repeatedly like a bad movie. But if you stop watching the movie, it gets better. And if you understand that, I mean, unless you're still in that situation, that person can't hurt you anymore. 
then you allow yourself to move on with your life. And there's a, there's an amazing power that happens in that of just forgiving the other person. I'm not telling you you have to. I'm just saying that in my experience, forgiving people for what's happened is generally a lot better than thinking we're hurting them by holding on to stuff. Let me ask you, if, if you're actually going through this experience of getting over a relationship, I want you to just pause for a moment and I want you to ask yourself or, or your higher power, what is it that I need to be doing right now to take better care of myself? I want you to go do that thing for yourself. Whatever it is that came to you. Don't say that's stupid. Don't say whatever because it came from you. It came from your source. It came from your higher power. Go do it. I had a conversation with somebody a little bit ago. And, what, and it was interesting because they kept telling me about this thing that the spirit told them to go do. And they're like, no, I can't do that. I've got all these other things going on. I can't take the time to do that. Just do it. Trust me. Whatever it is that you feel you need to do, go do it. Well, and the other thought that came to me is like, how do we get over a relationship? We don't. We stop trying to get over the relationship. That's how we get over the relationship. Stop trying to get over the relationship. And eventually it'll just, it won't seem like a big deal. Stop trying to get over the feelings. Stop trying to understand why in the world did God do this to me? Whatever is meant for you will come to you. In the timing that it comes to you. And the more you freak out, like when you freak out, don't make any big decisions. <laughs> I've sure learned that one from experience. That is not the time to make any decisions. Like we, we have this incredible spirit with us. And when we're in the zone, per se, when we can really feel and hear what it's saying, that's an okay time to make decisions. When you can, when, when it is so convoluted between the inner voice and the crazy leprechaun thinking and everything else going on in your head and in your life, terrible time to make big decisions. Well, and the other thing I was going to say earlier is one thing that helps me is just sitting down and reading a book for a few minutes. It gets me refocused. It gets me recentered. And it gets me back on track. We worry so much about what other people think. If you didn't care what anyone else around you thought, how long would you want to give yourself to get over that past relationship? 
Let me say that again. If you don't listen to anybody, any expert, any whatsoever, any perceived expert, any guru, any parent, any leader, how long would you take? I mean, the answer that came to me is you'd probably take as long as was necessary to feel that again. You will know. I, I, I did. I shared with you guys before that I love ice hockey and I hadn't played in a long time up until about a month ago. Because well, I was a little bit worried about my arm. I was a little bit worried about some other things. And, you know, I'd been 18 months. And then it finally occurred to me, like this, the spirit just said, hey, Joseph, like it's fine to go play ice hockey again. I, I promise. If you look to God to lead and guide your life, he will do so much better with it than you have. I, trust me, I know from experience. I, I've spent so many years frustrated and bothered and upset and all that stuff. And the other scripture that comes to me is trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. That's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. That's what I've seen. He will. Because we're, we're looking to him in everything. And there's another cool scripture that it's, basically says, doubt not, fear not, and look unto Christ in all things. I shared this before. It might have been last week. I can't remember. Anyways, I shared this before, but one of the most, um, the most powerful things that God has ever said to me is, Joseph, you're welcome to date, but you don't have to. I could not have had any more beautiful words come to me than that. Because I did. I had everyone on my back trying to get me to, like, get on with my life. <laughs> I would guess for the most part, the people listening to this podcast are not people that want to be single forever. But those that really just want to be guided and directed to what's going to lead them to the greatest amount of happiness. You know the cool part, though? Heavenly Father is already leading and guiding you. There's a cool song that says, Lead me, guide me, walk beside me, help me find the way. And maybe we could tweak it to say, help me find my way. Help me find my way on the path that is really God's way. You know, last week, one of my mentors, Michael Neal, said something so profound to me that he said, Joseph, I made a decision that I would go down with the ship. And what he meant by that, I'm going to basically go down with that inner wisdom. I'm going to follow in everything that I do. And if it ever leads me astray, okay, I'll live with it. But it hasn't led him astray. And he's got a life that's just incredible. He also talked about how free agency is overrated. And I actually agree with him. I think if we have the agency to 
choose the, the best path for us that's going to lead to many of the things that we really want in life. I mean, in, including really cool material things. I want to be on that path. And I've tried lately, I've tried to be more on that path. Well, if you're on that path and focusing on the inner wisdom and the messages that the Spirit is giving to you, and you're involved in that game, let Heavenly Father take care of all the other stuff. I mean, generally the stories when, when people meet somebody anyways are, oh, I wasn't looking, or, yeah, like, it just kind of happened. Well, let things just kind of happen. Let things just kind of happen in your life. Let me ask you something. How well have you done at picking people to date? So for quite a while as I was growing up, I used to often pray that Heavenly Father would bless me with the, the most amazing girl for me. Because when you marry somebody, you get the entire package. Everything that encompasses. And I wanted him to find the best person for me. And I believe that he leads and guides us. But I also believe that he can lead and guide you through your process of healing. Whatever that may be. There is a power of looking to that ultimate power of Heavenly Father to lead and guide your life. When you let it. The way I see it as a loving Father will always lead and guide our lives. He'll help us. It says in the Bible that if we ask for if somebody asks for bread, he's not giving them a stone. If you ask him how to heal, if you ask him how to get to the point that you're ready and even bring people in your life that you might find interesting and attractive, he does. When the moment is right. And the other thing I want to say is you don't have to you don't have to beat up your past relationships. You don't have to go through and think of everything, the horrible thing they did wrong. One thing that has been helpful for me, this is more on the, you know, when, you know, relationships end sourly and you're not getting that chance at closure, like you're not getting a chance at that final conversation. You can have a conversation with a wall or, or, you know, in your car with a chair. Like, it doesn't matter. As if you're talking to that person. I know that sounds a little bit crazy. But there's something really healthy sometimes about sharing how we feel. And sharing how we've been hurt. I mean, you can also do that with a good friend. I remember... After one particularly really hard experience for myself, 
my mom just kind of sat there and listened to me. And it was so beautiful. She just listened to me of how I was feeling. She hardly said anything that I remember. All I remember is all, uh, all, the, all the yelling and you know, frustration and things that I kind of said. Because this hadn't worked out. But you know what? After that time, I felt pretty good. I went, I went off for probably a good half hour, hour thereabouts in that moment. And then I was good. And another time I had a, a, more, a more civilized conversation with just sitting there and pretending I was talking to this person. Everybody talks to themselves. Like we, we all have stories that go through our head all the time, anyways. So it's not a big deal. Let yourself go through whatever process that you need to. Allow, accept. You know, and especially if it's been a good past relationship, because I know there's plenty of people that want, you know, certain relationships to kind of come back around again. I love something Richard Paul Evans wrote in a book. He said, like, I was open to dating other people, but I was hoping it would reignite with, you know, this other girl. There's nothing wrong with being in that space. As long as your life is good enough for you and Heavenly Father, you're good. I promise, you're super good. And the only reason you may think something's wrong with you because you're single is because we think. And because we, we almost think, it's like, oh my goodness, there must be something wrong with me. There's not. Heavenly Father just has his own individual plan for you. And if you step into that plan, it's more glorious and amazing than you could ever imagine. So if you happen to be just getting over a relationship or trying to, I would invite you to just go out and have fun. Say no to every blind date you don't want to go on. Say no to anything that doesn't feel like it's your thing. And especially if the, the Spirit's not giving you like a hard yes about anything like that of going out with those people, just do you. Because eventually the time's going to come that you're super comfortable with you. And then you're going to be, you're going to be sitting there or talking to someone or you're at a party and somebody's going to catch your eye from across the room and you're going to walk over and you're going to talk to them. Or, or if you're a girl, you might, you know, kind of playfully get them to talk to you. And then you're going to go from there. That's how it works. You have a powerful, innate nature, which means that 
You're completely naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. When you just let everything go through its cycle, the highs and the lows, and stop trying to force it. You can't, you can't force a roller coaster that's on the down part. It would take a lot to force it up the next hill or even around the next bend. The more you force yourself to get out of whatever funk that you're in, the more frustrated you're going to be. But if you just let yourself take that ride, stay on that little roller coaster, your life's going to work out just fine. All right, guys, I, I feel we've reached a really good place to wrap up today. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you haven't joined us already, we've got, we've, we've got a good group of people that join our Monday calls. That's it. Well, you, you can check the schedule, but they're usually on Monday mornings. And you can check that at happynsingle.com. And you got and you got the podcast links there, and you've got this, you know, links to this free call. That's a 100% free call. You're welcome to attend that. And also, if you have any questions that you'd love to be answered on these, I love just kind of getting going. But sometimes it actually does help a lot when I get somebody else's question. So please feel free to send me questions. That is actually super, 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 super helpful. And I'm so grateful to each of you for listening, especially if you've made it this far. And please share this podcast with people. We have you know, a goal to you know, just expand and get this message out to everybody to help them learn how to be happy and single. So please share it. Thank you so much for listening. And once again, you guys can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. My name's Joseph Anderson. Go out and live your adventure. Thank you.